This is the In Focus podcast from the Hindu. Hello and welcome to another edition of the In Focus podcast. I'm your host Jee Sampath. He'll come back for two. And Australia win the World Cup for the sixth time and in front of 100 Uh, this is going to be a little bit of a somber uh, one because after winning 10 matches on the trot india could not win one more and bring home the cricket world cup uh, even though india started the final as favorites things did not go according to the script that the fans had become familiar with over the month of one or one month of magic as it were so what exactly went wrong for india was a match lost with the toss itself or was australia too good on the day or did india make mistakes if it did make mistakes what were they and what are the positives that we can take away from this tournament we discuss all these questions which are on every indian's mind this week uh, in this particular episode and we are joined by amol karhatkar from the hindu sports bureau amol welcome to in focus thanks a lot thanks a lot sampat so amol uh, so this is the time for a quick post mortem i believe so everybody is uh, seems to agree on one thing that one of the main reasons india lost was that we did not put enough runs on the board the total was much less than what was anticipated how did that happen did we misread the pitch like what was going on according to you okay uh, before i get to that just one thing you used the uh, phrase the script did not go india's way Hmm. all i would like to say is uh, to all the cynics who say every cricket match is fixed this is just a reminder that uh, possibly gone are those days when everything used to be no 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 uh, no no, no amal when i said script it was <laughs> it was a metaphorical you say no, like no, i'm just i'm just taking yeah, a dig at, in terms I'm of the narrative we were all at, looking forward to yeah <laughs> yeah exactly so i'm just taking a dig at those who the cynics who feel that every cricket match is fixed had that been the case uh we wouldn't have seen the result that we have witnessed right so coming back to the game see one toss two uh australia read the conditions perfectly they planned it thoroughly and they executed it to the t okay uh, india uh, till rohit sharma was at the crease uh, possibly they suddenly started eyeing 350 and rohit sharma followed by shreyas iyer both the wickets rocked india back and then on they just went to a shell the result was they actually trudged along to a well below par total and then all australia required was one set batter to bat all the way till the end which travis did travis head did to perfection and it turned out to be a a, a thoroughly as in a kind of one sided affair in favor of australia right you know i was struck by a couple of things you just said amol one you said that when rohit sharma was going well in the first 10 overs uh, they probably thought you know they should be going to get uh, 350 or so and then when both rohit and shreyas iyer went then they went into a shell now this doesn't seem like the kind of an indian team uh, which we saw in the round robin stage you know when I mean, you need to have a plan and stick to it what if some wicket falls you mean if you if you're doing well your goal will change to 350 if you're doing badly you will go into a shell that doesn't seem like the kind of mindset with which we played all through the world cup 
we seem to sort of uh, you know this doesn't seem like a champion mindset we were playing differently all through so what what was different and you know, why did we didn't we not have a plan for the final no no see one of the ma- major uh, gains or the startling uh, affairs about this india batting lineup was you look at the opening pair rohit as the aggressor gil playing the second fiddle okay then after one two you had virat at three who could play the sheet anchor sort of a role just like shubman shreyas ayer at number 4 as the aggressor kl rahul could balance both the acts but largely seen as the one who could accumulate and number 6 surya again as the aggressor once hardik pandya went out so you had alternate batting positions with both the roles here you had two aggressors getting out in succession so either virat or rahul should have actually taken over the mantle of an aggressor that just did not happen when you have one four hit in 20 overs in the middle overs in 2023 even in the 1980s this was kind of unex- uh, unacceptable when that happens when a 20 over passage as in a 19 over passage does not see a four and in all a 29 over passage sees only one four for a side how can you expect them to reach up to challenging enough total No, what was the reason? Is it for want of trying that they did not uh, manage to get even a single boundary, or is it like the pitch has had so many horrors, terrors, whatever that they did not want to take a risk? Like, what what explains this tentativeness? Okay, so th- there can be multiple possibilities, right? Uh, one is we what we from what we saw, yes, the pitch was challenging. Australia was bowling exceptionally well. Okay, they were using all the conditions to their. Uh, advantage they were fielding like anything australia saved at least 30 runs in the field big deal but uh, that did not stop you from trying to create uh, boundary opportunities okay which did not happen i i i got a feel that both of them wanted to stretch it deep wait till 38th or 40th over and then have one last go and add 100 odd runs but even before that both were dismissed that just pegged the team back okay uh, i don't know whether the two of them took this call in the middle whether the two of them decided this in consultation with the dugout whether the dugout had asked them to do something else and they ignored them i don't know what exactly happened but uh, the feel that i got is they wanted to wait till uh, 38 to 40th over and then have one final crack at australia which just did not work out right i mean that seems to have been i think a fundamental mistake because you can have your final crack uh, at australia in the last 10 overs or whatever but then you also needed to take singles and twos and threes throughout right okay forget you're not able to get boundaries fine but i didn't see them taking singles and twos that aggressively either did you sort of see, think that they did enough by way of accumulating runs rather than looking for boundaries okay the pitch is slow you can't hit fours and sixes but uh, were they taking ones and twos even i mean you had so many overs with just three runs per over like what what are your thoughts on yeah. that yeah so on such a sluggish pitch now it doesn't become so easy to push the ball in the gap and keep running twos okay but australia did that right the pitch had changed right. okay kl rahul struggled to rotate strike virat kohli was doing it beautifully Virat Kohli has been doing the same for the last 5 years. Virat Kohli is no longer the boundary hitter he was. 
KL Rahul could neither rotate nor uh, attempt the big shots. That was startling, but I, I, for some, uh, I feel uh, for once we saw a big player like KL Rahul succumb to the big final pressure. We saw that in the way he batted. We saw that in the way he kept wickets, and that's okay. That's understandable. He is a human being. Right. Right. So you 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 did mention just now, Amol, that uh, the pitch had eased out by the time Australia batted. Now, I mean, we we have seen the kind of pitches we've been playing on. I mean, by we, I mean India, especially right through. Okay, and we've been getting really great totals. We've been doing really well on pitches that have suited our fast bowlers and our batsmen, where essentially the ball comes down to the bat. Okay, so how come? In the most important match of the tournament, we end up with exactly the opposite kind of the wicket to which we have been doing so well, which is a slow wicket where the ball does not come onto the bat, where the ball doesn't even turn. You know, it's exactly the one kind of wicket Indian batsmen don't like. So, is it like how do we understand this? I mean, is it it's clear? I mean, is it the team management which demanded this kind of wicket or? Like, is it because of our experience with the Australian fast bowlers in Chennai, where we were uh, struggling against their pace? So, is that probably a factor which sort of uh, uh, resulted in the kind of pitch which might neutralize the Australian pace attack? Like, what was what, what was going on? Like, how did we end up with this kind this, of a pitch? This was the pitch Tellum made for the Indian team. Not who asked for Indian it? Team. Who sent <laughs> the fielder? Yeah. This is exactly the pitch, sort of pitch with which India started its campaign against Australia in Chennai. A slow turner where the ball was gripping. Okay. Uh, but that eased out as the game progressed. Under lights, with a little bit of dew, the ball came on nicely onto the uh, bat. The variable bounce uh, disappeared and it became a belter. Okay. India derived the advantage of such a pitch in Chennai because it bowled first. Here it had to bat first. They couldn't. They couldn't negotiate. Okay, so credit to Australia. See, at the toss, we heard both the captains uh, got what they wanted to do. It was no, surprising. Just, hold on, for... hold on, Amol. Hold on. I mean, you. I mean, there, there, there is a clear contradiction here. Contradiction here. On the one hand, you said that this is exactly the kind of pitch that was tailor made for India because in Chennai. We got the same pitch and then we batted second. Now, if that is the kind of pitch we wanted, and we then we it also means that we had to bat second. So, why would Rohit Sharma go and say that we wanted to bat first on this precise kind of pitch where batting second is is advantageous? But they did not they did not see this pitch turning out to be the same as the one in Chennai. That's why they wanted to bat first. In a final, put on the runs, put the opposition under pressure and let the bowlers take over. Okay, man, I'm, I'm a little confused here because it's, if it's the same kind of pitch in Chennai, it will behave the same way as Chennai pitch, right? It will become easier. Not really. Then it's not the same kind of pitch then. No, it's quite similar. It's quite similar. This was on purpose a used pitch for the final. Usually, for any knockout match all over the world, you have one strip that is unused, that is used only for the knockouts. It did not happen for India's semi-final and India's final. This pitch, 
was the same where india pakistan game was played right similar sort of it behaved so very is, differently no, no. it behaved very differently in the india pakistan match no it was it was quite similar see ahmedabad has uh, advantages uh, they have a pure black soil pitches black soil pitches tend to turn slow bounce less this was a black soil pitch red soil means more bounce and they have a, an option of mixed soil also so the filler was to prepare a black soil pitch okay so that slow turners would make india's job much easier and it backfired this time around yeah but yeah we are saying backfired and so on as if with something which we could not have anticipated but if everything hinges on toss then and toss is something you cannot control okay so wouldn't it have been better to go either for a mixed soil pitch or a red soil pitch given our strength no, in it's simple. bowling yeah. it's simple forget about the soil the the basics is if you want a pitch that remains the same for 100 overs okay if it's a knockout match if you have an informed batting lineup if your bowling lineup cannot let any batting attack get away the best option would have been to prepare a belter a flat deck ideal tailor made for odis where in 350 to 400 is uh, achievable uh, irrespective of whether you uh, put on a tra- target or set a target or chase a target and just take the pitch out of the equation but that didn't happen exactly i think there was a fundamental error uh, uh, maybe a disaster in the way we the thinking went into this entire pitch scenario because ideally i think when this team is so good our indian team there, there was no need for any kind of uh, what should i say extra advent advantage extraneous advantage deriving from a pitch i think if it was a pitch which would stay the same for 100 overs that was good enough i think we we have great bowlers great batsmen but i think this pitch which did not remain the same i don't know if it's because of the black soil factor or i mean i remember during the preview podcast we did you had mentioned that dew would not be a factor but wasn't dew a factor in the final but do you think that had a role to play as well in easing out not stuff for much, not not as much there was a little bit of dew but uh, the uh, chemical spray did uh, come into equation and it reduced the extent of dew if you compare the dew that was witnessed uh, on the night of the final to what was the case 3 days prior to the final there was a huge difference and uh, just to add unfortunately because of this whole pitch saga no the quality of cricket india have played throughout these 7 weeks okay that has been lost despite losing the final india have had a phenomenal tournament no indian team has been as dominant as this indian team has been in a world cup so far simple as that right that is indeed a very big takeaway i think nobody can take away from the way these uh, uh, 15 players have contributed with the bat and ball uh, the way they have performed the way the amount of joy they have given to billions of people uh, in the country and beyond i think nobody can take that away uh, from the team uh, but again coming back to uh, the unfinished discussion i'm all on the on on the actual match one of the factors uh, which was talked about as 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 a potential uh, element in the defeat was the decision to bring on uh, shami as a new ball bowler i mean everybody knows they've got three different uh, fast bowlers who are unique in their own ways they've got their strengths 
Mohammad Siraj is a new ball bowler and Shami has been a first change bowler. He needs the ball to be at least 6-7 hours old to be able to control the swing. But we seem to have, did we lose our head in our desperation to get wickets that we did not give Siraj the new ball. And as a result, you one, you lost the value of having him in the team and two, you sort of reduced the effectiveness of Shami by giving him to open the ball. Like, What are your thoughts on this decision? See, more than reducing Shami's effect, it's not that Shami cannot bowl with the new ball. Every quality fast bowler uh, No, no, we're not talking about whether he can him. or he cannot. We saw what he did. He was not able to control the swing. He was, he was give, we, we sort of yeah. gave away 15 runs in buys, all from Shami. Right. Yeah, but uh, equally contributed uh, by KL Rahul, right? It wasn't as if uh, it went straight to final league or straight to uh, deep third man. Someone, someone... Could not collect it. But coming back to the moot point, uh, yes, uh, not bowling Siraj with the new ball, no doubt it was uh, a move in desperation. India should have tried to do something out of desperation while batting. They did that while defending. Okay. They they thought this was their trump card move considering the form uh, that Shami was in and the effectiveness of Bumrah, especially in the power plays. Because all through the tournament, Bumrah did not... Uh, he may not have got as many wickets in the power play, but he was the most economical bowler in the tournament in the power play. Okay. So, uh, so India relied heavily on both of them, giving them three or four breakthroughs in the power play. And then hoped that Shiraj can play the containers role and... Kuldeep or Jadeja, one of them can continue to attack the batters. The script did not work out. In See, for a 240 is total to be defended, no. One, uh, you should not have any set batter at the crease for longer than 10 to 12 overs. That India could not achieve. And once things started slipping away, around the 15th over mark, when uh, Labushain was sort of doing uh, a KL Rahul, he was struggling to rotate the strike. That's where Travis Head did not let things go uh, Virat Kohli's way. See, when Rahul was struggling, Virat continued to rotate the strike. Here, when Labushin was struggling, Head started attacking India's bowlers in the first two balls of an over. For three or four overs in succession in the early 20s overs, uh, Head hit a boundary of the first ball. That just takes away all the pressure here. Simple as that. He he timed his innings so well. He planned it so well. That turned out to be the difference. And coming back to where we started, uh, more than Shami not being used in the middle overs, Siraj not being used up front meant you uh, virtually relied on only four bowlers to do the job for you in 40 overs. Right. I think this was a clearly a tactical uh, error. Now, uh, coming back to what you said uh, earlier, I'm all about... Uh what Travis said was trying to do from the early 20s. The fact that you cannot afford to have a set batsman for more than 10 in 10 overs when you are defending such a modest total. Now, I was wondering, uh, did we go, go, go about it the right way at all? Even from a macro perspective, I mean, if you're defending a modest total, shouldn't you be completely focused on trying to take wickets have attacking fields, no matter if your bowlers are your best bowlers are going to finish their quota soon. Shouldn't you be focusing on attacking fields and taking wickets rather than trying to contain 
Australia. I thought we were more focused on sort of balancing this containing factor and attacking. We weren't really focused on uh, trying to take wickets. We were just trying to defend. Uh, do you agree with that kind of an assessment? See, that's the quandary that a captain goes through when you are defending uh, mediocre totals. Okay, in a big match, that too. Uh, yes, India should have been more, uh, again, proactive because uh, we saw a couple of edges flying through uh, empty slip region. So, a slip all the time could have kept the batters under pressure. The flip side is, it would have created more boundary hitting opportunities. The counter to it is, anyway, Australia were getting boundaries. Then what was the harm? So, the simple point is, India tried to stretch the match deep in quest of putting Australia under some pressure and it just did not work out. Just like in its batting essay, when virtually everything that India dreaded would actually not go their way in a match in this tournament, the same thing happened in the bowling. Everything that, that India uh, was uh, afraid of going wrong all through the tournament went wrong in the big final. And that's why we have seen the result that uh, was on cards, actually. Right. And you don't think the Indian bowlers could have sort of uh, adapted in adapted to the wicket in some ways, the way the Australians did. And had they done so, it would have made any kind of a difference. Because we saw that the Australians are bowling a lot of cutters, slower balls, you know, bowling short of a length, forcing the batsman to play a flat batted shot. So, do you think the fact that the pitch had eased out sort of prevented uh, or took away that option for the Indian bowlers or we could not have done anything differently? Yeah, I don't think uh, the bowlers should uh, be held guilty so much. Uh, Australians had to use those bowling variations because the ball was gripping into the surface. By the time Australia started batting, the ball was coming on nicely onto the bat. So, that was the huge difference. So, uh, India had to rely on new, new ball strike. It did not happen. And then we just discussed that uh, Shami thing. Maybe maybe Ravindra Jadeja should have... Uh, uh, but again, without a slip, Jadeja also couldn't do much. I don't know. Uh, I feel uh, for... Uh, despite this bowling attack, for that kind of chasing surface, you had to have at least 280 on the board. Once you did not have it, the bowlers were always going to be uh, terribly handicapped. Right. I think uh, it would not be uh, appropriate to sort of expect more from the bowlers in this kind of a situation. One last question, Amor, before I let you go, which is to do with the post-match trophy presentation. There's been a lot of buzz, especially on so social media, about the fact that the stands were almost empty by the time uh, the trophy dis trophy distribution ceremony was taking place and that sort of left a bad taste uh, in the mouths of many. Uh, how do you, what are your views on this? I mean, it's the biggest tournament in the sport, happens once in four years. Uh, the world champions are being crowned and hardly anybody in the stands to cheer them on. I mean, does it not sort of give... Uh, not an ideal impression of the kind of uh, cricketing public that we have in our country. See, uh, majority of the tournaments wherein the home team is not involved. Okay, majority. I'm not referring to a tournament that's uh, hosted either in England or Australia. Elsewhere in the cricket world, 
you will see empty stands for trophy presentation i saw that for 2021 t20 world cup where is australia uh, won a super final but there were a few thousand people only left in the ring of fire in dubai this was expected once india did not win the match because uh, just imagine uh, that 130000 or 125000 or whatever people there were their priority was to walk to the parking lot or get on to the highway and uh, or make some arrangements to head back to their hotels homes wherever they were and it gets uh, extremely congested do you think this is a stadium version like you spoke about having to get to the parking lot etc stadium version of what indians tend to do in aeroplanes you know, and a flight is about to land or yeah, exactly <laughs> we are so civilized that uh, you, uh, it doesn't matter uh, about your economic strata the reactions of uh, a business class passenger and a trishaw driver are the same the anxiety levels are more or less the same so everyone was in a rush to leave once india were not winning number 2 the match was staged in a venue which doesn't have cricket culture that is also equally important when okay number 3 uh, the venue does not have a cricket culture we are talking about the city which is now let us say the de facto headquarters of the bcci it is the de facto headquarters of the globe right right the ha huh, but uh, it doesn't have cricket culture okay that's simple so that is bound to come into equation uh, number 3 uh, was see uh, it it may be construed as a political statement but my simple point is most of the spectators who came over there okay <clears throat> nowadays uh, watching cricket in ahmedabad has become an exercise of not just showing your patriotism but nationalism okay once that nationalistic angle was taken away only the patriots remained in the venue either the patriots or worshippers of the game right and those handfuls enjoyed the uh, trophy presentation ceremony as well so that's okay right that's an interesting uh, insight amol thank you for uh, for that i mean i uh, appreciate that i mean i think there is uh, there is no doubt that uh, a nationalistic interest in the sport is a big factor uh, behind the popularity and especially uh, this particular world cup where a lot of uh, i mean a huge number of people who are not really you could say cricket enthusiasts i mean they have been really really involved in it uh, because they were supporting their country which is of course uh, absolutely uh, understandable and essential but it's also not so great to to have uh, a, a presentation ceremony where of course even indian players right indians won Uh, the man of the series uh, what i think uh, virat kohli won it and there was hardly anybody to cheer for even for the indian uh, winner of a particularly important trophy but nonetheless i think it's been a great one and a half months uh, for the sport for the country as well where uh, so many people derived a lot of joy and enjoyment from following the indian team cheering them on and celebrating their victories uh, 10 of them in a span of a month i think it's, it, we all had a good time did not end ideally but nonetheless there's a lot of positives to take away and uh, thank you so much amol for your really really insightful observation pleasure talking to you thanks a lot sampath in focus will be back soon with analysis of the biggest news issues 
In the meantime, you can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other platforms. Just search for In Focus by the Hindu. We'll see you soon.